One of the things that God allows us to do at this church is to partner with outside organizations to extend our reach with the gospel, um, with the good news that Jesus is the true king of the world and he has made his kingdom available through his life, death, and resurrection to anyone, anywhere who will simply receive it, who will simply put their trust in Christ. Uh, one of the people that we are so happy to partner with is one of our own, and that's Carrie Keeper, and she's here today. So I say, Carrie, come to the stage. Yeah. It's always special to be able to send one of our own into the mission field. And for those of you who don't know, Carrie, she is with an organization called Youth with a Mission, YWAM, and you're serving in Mexico. Yeah. And I always think it's good for even those of us who do know where you're serving at is for you just to kind of remind us again what, you, what you're doing. So if you could do that, that would be good. And then I want to hear about how God's continuing to transform you. Uh, because one thing I really appreciate about you is I feel like you're constantly in a posture of learning and open to God going to the places of your heart that, that still need to be worked on. And it's not easy, but I like doing it. <laughs> absolutely. The, yeah. the, the result yeah. is, is something yeah. so, so beautiful, right? Yeah. And it's, it's short-term pain for long-term gain, right? Amen. Yep. Sometimes that's long-term pain too, but it's well, okay. there can be that. <laughs> it's right, different yeah. levels of pain. Right, right. So um, tell tell them what do you do? Okay, so why I brought, are you in Mexico? Oh, okay, cool. I brought pictures because it's always easier to work through pictures, and it keeps you on track. Mm -hmm. So this is Mexico, and I live in the red, which is the Baja, which is means below California, and you can yeah. So I live in a little town called San Antonio del Mar, and literally is like a road. Um, but I am partnering with Youth with a Mission there, and keep going, Sarah. Okay, so this, I know a lot of you um, hear a lot about the border. <laughs> it's no doubt, it's definitely in the news all the time, but this is the border um, that extends out into the ocean. I wanted you guys to see it because you don't get to see it on a regular basis. I do. Um, but this is part of the border, and this is just the kind of the conflict that specifically where I live is kind of all the time. Um, because it's a border city, you see and hear a lot of stuff. Um, but anyway, that's just kind of like, I can go on and on, but that's a little bit of it. And this is where I live. I'm just curious, real quick here, uh, what is your assessment in that particular area of the border or what's yeah. happening there? I don't like to talk about that, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> There's three things you yeah. don't talk about on an airplane. Religion, politics, and I can't remember the rest. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm just saying, not, not just what your opinion is. Yeah. What are you seeing? For me, um, specifically even just in this last point in my life where I've studied the Bible in a, in a manner, I've seen so much about how God loves the poor, the widow, the stranger, and uh, the orphan. So for me, my heart is for those people because I love what God loves. Mm. So that border, yes, while it is really painful for a lot of people, it's also painful for a lot of people that live in Mexico too. Um, so I choose to not go through um, a earthly kingdom. I choose to go through a heavenly kingdom because mm. I know that's where my loyalty lies. I want to serve God in that manner, not through – I mean, I <laughs> just had this conversation – I'm going to honor and respect my country because that's where I'm from. 
but my um, my my king is God, and so I want to honor him. Um, but I will obey the law of the land as well. So mm-hmm. I try not to get too heavily in politics. Way to go. Yeah, That's Getting me off track. Um, it's a great non-answer. <laughs> but it is an answer. Focusing it, on the kingdom, right, I think, is the way right, to go. Because you, yeah. people are still people regardless yep. of what they believe. So, yep. And they're um, made in God's image. Whether exactly. Whether they're uh, Mexico, America, right, sure. Or wherever. So this is just an idea of what I live in kind of all the time. It's beautiful. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. You can keep going. Okay, so I work with Youth with a Mission, and we are located, like I said, in, th- well, three locations uh, makes up San Antonio, or excuse me, uh, YWAM San Diego Baja. So uh, we have offices in San Diego. This is the campus that I operate out of, and that's in San Antonio. And then uh, we have an hour south, it's Ensenada. So all three of those places make up our big campus. And so um, this is where... I look at a lot all the time. We have a football field. So you guys can come visit if you want. Um, keep going, Sarah. We have a football field. This is where I love. I know I don't love football. Oh, this is football. Ken, sorry. This is soccer for you guys. Mm. Football for me. Um, I spend a lot of time there because that's where I hear God the most, which is awkward. But you can't really see it. Um, there's a beautiful view of the ocean behind it. That's probably what I'm looking at, not the football field. Mm. So keep going. This is more of our campus. And this is their, um, our entire staff that make up those three campuses. So we are, there's a lot of us, um, but we're a big, giant family, which is kind of fun. And we're, there's over 20 nations that represent our, our YWAM San Diego Baja. And so one of the main focuses that we have through YWAM is Homes of Hope. It's where we build um, houses for the poor. And you can see, like, this isn't a photo from, like, 1985. This is, like, super relevant, like, maybe not this year. Um, so this is what they're living in, these conditions. And the slab that they're standing on is where we're going to build their house. Hmm. And so um, we invite teams to come and build with us. We build houses in two days. We years no skill level at all we have people that are trained to work with the people and so yeah you get to work with the families this is another house that they're living in they're making shift homes they're just living you know they're making do um, but then you can see the process of building a house with the teams you keep going yeah and so it's a beautiful beautiful thing um, that happens and we do have certain requirements that they have to meet like they have to be a family they can't just be like I'm poor um, but, like, we want to honor them and respect them for who they are, but we also want to, um, you know, have them follow our rules as well. And so when they receive a home, we also give them a Bible. We don't just give them a house. So they receive an adult Bible for the adults and then a children's Bible, and I think you guys pass out the same Bible mm-hmm. to your kids when you bless them. Mm-hmm. or Jesus, sort yeah, dedicate yeah. them. Yeah. And so then when we um, get a lot of houses built in one area, we'll go back in and provide a small school for them. It's called Envia. It's a mini discipleship school where we – Show them how to read their Bible. Who's God? Because who, not every house we build for the people are believers. And so we want to show them who God is and help them understand what they're reading and not just um, receive a home. There's something more than getting a home. So I actually got to teach. I'm so excited for that. I got to teach in this school, um, which was fun because it was about discernment. And I was like, how the heck do you teach about discernment? Yeah, and he discernment. <laughs> and then I had to discern. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of fun. But it was a really good time. And actually, two of the ladies that were in, the ha- uh, in my school I built for them, which was fun. Another um, 
avenue that we have weekly ministries that we have. There are all kinds of different ones. This is the one I'm involved with. This is La Roca. It's a men's homeless shelter right in the heart of uh, Tijuana, which is called the Zona, Zona Norte red light area. And so these guys um, are definitely rough and wild, but they are so much fun because they're so real. They're authentic. There's nothing fake about them. But that because of that, you can really just connect with them because they're ready. Mm-hmm. They're open. They're not, they're not putting on anything to show you what they are, but they really are who they are. And I get, I get the privilege of teaching a lot there on Monday nights, um, and they're just really fun. We always bring a teaching and singing, and then we just hang out with those guys. So they're a lot of, they're, they're a lot of fun. Um, yep, more pictures of where I live. Um, and one of the areas that I focus mostly is in the discipleship schools, and um, I've done that for like the last three years. Uh, it's a, a five-month school where we teach you and train you how to, how to know God in these different ways. And then we send you out on a two-month outreach and putting all of that into practice. And so I've been doing that for the last three years. But God has really pressed on me like, hey, I think it's time for you to go deeper, kind of go another level. And so last September, I did this uh, chronological biblical studies school. And it was a nine-month course where you go through the entire Bible chronologically and inductively, it was the most <laughs> intense, uh, complicated, hard thing I think I've ever done um, because it's God's word and it hits you in the face. You can't like make something up. It is what it is. And I have been completely transformed. Mm. And it, it's just the power of going and reading it for myself in seeing what God says about different issues and different things and, like, not making up my own assessment but actually seeing and asking God, hey, what do you mean by this? So for that school, it was a super intensive school. Um, By the time you're finished, you've probably read through the entire Bible at least a minimum of six times. And for me, some of the books I think I read ten times because I was like, what? Mm. And complicated, and it's hard, and, like, Mm. it doesn't make sense. So... Um, but for me, I, I would say I probably read the entire Bible six mm. times in nine months. So through all of that, you're like, why? Why? What was the purpose of that? For me, I, I wanted to know who God was. And I was, I know being a missionary, it's like, I'm sorry, I'm taking your time. No, you, you, I, um, I just, I think for me, I love what you said, but for me, transformation is way more important than where I live and what I do. Um, because I want to grow. And I saw this cool little quote on some school around here, and it said, change is inevitable, but growth is intentional. And I want to be intentional about my growth. Mm. I don't want to be passive in my faith. And I think even though I was a missionary and I was doing what God told me to do, I think I fell into this passiveness. And I realized, like, do I really even know what I believe? Do I even really believe what I believe? And Mm -hmm. so to go through this school, God highlighted so many things internally that I was struggling with, some lies I had believing for so long. And he was like, that is not how I made you. This is who you are, and this is what I, what I, who I am in you. So it was a mm. beautiful process. It was super painful because it's like you face-to-face with God, that's not easy. You know, like who wants to do that? <laughs> but I kept pushing forward, and I kept pressing into that because I wanted to see what was on the other side. And through that, I know that there's still things that God's working out in me. You know, I'm flesh. I'm not, I'm not perfect. But I'm allowed to, I love that song that we sing. I am healed. I am chosen. I am, I am anointed. And those were 
things that I never really kind of really fully believed. And so now it's like, yeah, I am anointed. And I want to do that. I want to go serve God in whatever way he's asking to me to do. And I feel like right now he's asking me to do this. And um, sorry, but he's like opened up an area of teaching, which I've like, wow, I realize how much I love it. And I want to go for it. And like, I know some of you have heard me talk about food trucks and like that's still on the dream, you know, that's still on the board. I've not given that up. But this is the area that God has chosen for me right now. And like, yeah, I know God's going to work things out, you know, like, yeah. I know that's how he does it. And like some things he just wants you to be in obedience. And so for me, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just taking that step and being like walking in faith. And so in the fall, in the fall, I know a little newsletter says that like I'm going to take a, a teaching school, which will take basically this everything I learned in the last nine months to a whole nother level I'll be able to teach in ways that even a child could understand to someone that maybe doesn't even know how to read um go through the biblical overview and just I'm so excited about it it's because I I really really want people to know about the real truth of who God is and how he can impact your life it's not just learning it's about doing too so mm-hmm. i know that was a lot of information i'm really sorry oh, but great. god is doing great things and i'm excited about it <laughs> mm. i'm glad a portion of every dollar that you give to this church goes to carry mm. let's let's pray <laughs> lord we uh love you and we love carrie and we love who you have made her to be and it's so neat watching her be transformed into her true self. Lord, you are such a good father to us, and oftentimes we believe lies about who you are and about who we are. That's something we're actually going to talk about this morning. Lord, thank you for clearing up some of these distortions for Carrie. Thank you for the passion you have given her for your word and your truth and to the desire to understand it so that she can then explain it to other people so that people then can experience you and not just have knowledge of the truth but have an experience with the truth. We talked about last Sunday how that's what people are seeking. They're seeking to experience God, not just know stuff about him. Lord, thank you that you are drawing Carrie into deeper and deeper intimacy with you. We know that's going to continue. Bless her, empower her. May we be praying for her, especially this month. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.